0: Welcome to a podcast hosted by us, Brookville MVCTC FFA members, stationed by the farm.
1: The goal of our podcast is to close the gap between local producers and consumers in our small community as well as across the nation.
2: We intend to interview local producers to highlight their experiences and give the consumer a glimpse into the agricultural industry.
3: As young people in agriculture, minus Mr. Wright, we see the disconnect between consumers and producers, through this podcast, we intend to further the understanding of consumers on topics concerning agriculture and the environment. That was good, guys. Booyah! Booyah! We're still recording. Oh,
2: Hi, my name is Morgan, and I am a sophomore and the treasurer of the Brookfield MVCTC FFA chapter. My involvement in agriculture started when I was nine years old, when I joined the Tom Run Livestock 4-H Club, where I'm currently serving as the president. I have shown market goats for seven years now, and I have also picked up showing lambs in the last two years. I plan to pursue a career in the commercial
3: animal industry after graduation. Hi, my name is Lexi. I'm a senior, and I am currently serving as the Brookville NVCTC FFA president. I have also been involved in a 4-H since I was nine years old and fell in love with everything agriculture-related. I show dogs, chickens, and sometimes horses at the local and state level. After graduation, I plan on pursuing a career in agriculture with some sort of livestock involvement.
1: I'm JC, and I'm a junior this year and the reporter of the Brookville NBCTC dc FFA chapter. I grew up on a diverse family farm, so I've been involved in agriculture from a very young age. I've also been a member of the Tom's Run Livestock 4-H Club since I was 10, and I've shown hogs since I was 12. After I graduate, I plan on going into a career in ag communications.
0: Hi, my name is Poppy. I'm a sophomore and the historian of the Brookville MVCTC FFA chapter. My involvement in agriculture has been ongoing since I was eight when I joined the 4-H Club Pet Puri. I show market goats and occasionally ducks at the Montgomery County Fair. I truly have a passion for everything agriculture related. When I graduate, I plan on pursuing a career in electrical trades.
4: Great, so we're gonna get off uh, to a a start here. (laughs) and uh looks like you guys are going to uh be answering some questions about the workforce so let's just let's just start uh and talk about what issues do you guys see that agriculture is facing uh when it comes to the workforce right now in terms of you know are there qualified individuals are there people um maybe that are overqualified for positions um, or is there willingness to work in agriculture? What do you guys think?
0: I think, like, in the workforce, especially nowadays, there is a very high demand for people who want to work.
2: I, I get what you're saying. I think, Wait. like, there is a lack of – are you, are you saying that there's a lack of people yeah. wanting to work? Yes. I'm. Like, that's, or there's a
0: lack of people in a workforce.
2: That's true, but I think there's also a lack of quote-unquote qualified – yeah people, because you don't have to have a that require a bachelor's degree, and I think that's part of that gap yeah
4: so so let's talk about agricultural locally here. what do you do you guys feel is uh, the the largest demand when it comes to uh, job qualifications? like what do you think here locally in southwestern Ohio? what is our agricultural workforce looking for? Are they looking for students that are, are coming out of college? Are they looking for students that are coming out of high school? Are they looking for students that are coming out of a trade school? What is, what is the qualifications they need? Do you guys think? I mean,
3: I'd say kind of like, just for the general agriculture area around us it's more of anybody that's actually willing to work because a lot of kids just think that it's beneath them so they just don't want to so i think at this point it's mainly people are looking for people that are qualified but also willing to show up every day and they're not going to quit after like two days
4: so no specific education requirement then
3: i mean depending on the job probably maybe some college or some trade Because you're not going to want to hire someone that has no idea, but also you need someone that's going to come to work every day. You can train them if they show up.
4: Uh, JC, do you think that experience, so coming from a production ag background, do you think experience, like on-the-job experience, is more vital or less vital than, say, an education?
1: I think think on-the-job experience is a lot more uh, vital. I think there's a lot that we hire that haven't gone through any college education at least agriculture related they might go for other stuff and decide later on that they want so
4: also I think you I think it was you like see that that agriculture is not attractive right now yeah it's it's a dirty looking career field right yeah. so what the, how can employers offer your guys' generation? some incentives and this is for all of you guys. I want to an answer from everybody, but like how, what incentives do you, would an employer be able to offer you that job sound better?
3: I feel like they got to kind of make up for it with benefits or higher pay, which isn't always possible, but like a lot of these kids would rather go straight to fast food because they think of it as cleaner than working with pigs but it also can offer a higher price and more range for promotions so i feel like that's why they tend to go that route and also maybe they just don't know about the jobs
4: so educating right so maybe like getting their information out there to the the your generation let them know like hey a good enough job like letting your generation know that they have jobs available
0: yeah um Like when you said about the, uh, what was the one job with the florist people or something?
4: Oh, we have a local company gardens alive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, only like three people knew about that, but when you said it out loud, then people started signing up for it. And I feel like that was a whole lot better to get like more people like involved with it.
4: Good. So I guess for the listeners, what poppy's speaking of is we have a, we have a local company gardens alive. Uh, that that does stocking of like nursery plants and things like that. So you're saying that like a lot of our students maybe didn't know that existed. Okay, good. Morgan, what do you think about like what 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 how can agriculture companies attract your generation?
2: I don't think they focus enough on the experience you're going to be gaining from this, especially at a high, especially as a high schooler. You we get so focused on that perfect path of high school diploma college diploma workforce i don't think we get to see that other path of like you can work during high school and you can gain experience to either better your college experience or head straight into the workforce
4: so when you say they do you mean students your age or your generation or do you mean employers don't do a good enough job saying like hey you can do this instead of going this route or is it both
2: i think it's a mixture of both and also the school system kind of pushing one way or another depending on where you go to school like here there is a lot of focus on like you're either going to the workforce after high school and you are just going to work at mcdonald's until then or you're Gonna work at a fast food restaurant until you get your high school diploma, and then you're gonna go to college. There's really seems to it. They imply that there's only two paths.
4: Okay, so you're you. What you're saying is like, hey, I. um Probably heavy breathing. That's why I mute myself. But um, so no, it was funny. No, you can keep it muted. It was just funny. So um, the, they um. Um so you're saying with that that ultimately there there is more than one way to skin a cat. Yes. Like you don't have like it's not route A, B, or C. It's route A through Don't B. do that.
3: <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> that, that just break that, that yeah. down everything. So there is, <laughs> yeah, is every mic on here.
4: So but there just, is no route like A, B, or C. There is a route A through Z, right? And like infinities. Yeah. In, yeah. And maybe we should preach that more.
2: Yeah, I think we focus too much on like one or the other mm-hmm. instead of kind of having a mixture of both. Or and maybe more
4: on on the job experience through like internships and, and yeah. apprenticeships, and not so much of like it doesn't have to be direct education based, like through a school or through you know an institution per se. Right? Yes, Good. Okay. I
3: kind of want to jump onto what Morgan was saying. I feel like. A lot of these kids consider college, like the high school path to college, as like a straight way. And if nothing, if agriculture doesn't fit into what they're planning on going to college for, like nursing, then they're not even going to consider it. Uh-huh. It's just not an option because it's not going to help them get into a nursing college uh-huh. in their mind. So I feel like they don't consider the fact that that can actually set them apart. I'll, I'll
2: jump on to what you're saying. That's kinda going back to the fact that we said like Ag isn't popular unless you grew up around it. Like all Yeah. All yeah. of us have grown up around Ag, or at least the four of us who have microphone or have headphones on right now. We grew up in either like Dull Homestead, livestock, equine, like anything. Being involved
4: in FFA, yeah. Yeah. A lot
2: of four H. Yeah. 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 Lot lots of four H. Um, so,
4: ultimately, all of us. <laughs> ultimately, you guys have taken the step, right? Yes. You've taken the step and been like, all right, this this field looks, like, attractive yeah. to me, right? Like, even if yeah. we
3: don't necessarily know, um, like, exactly what we want to do or, like, the colleges, like, we're, we're still getting the experience because we're going to these fairs. We're mm-hmm. seeing not only the side of 4-H and livestock that we are in, but we're seeing all of them at once right. because, like, you go – and you're showing pigs like jc but you end up watching some of the cattle shows mm-hmm. like that's still you're getting exposed to it and you might end up in the cattle industry yeah.
4: fantastic ag teacher that allows you to see great experiences fantastic like might games. be a yeah.
0: little yeah. bit well, of a well, stretch if you guys <laughs> are lucky enough to have to compliment that himself. fantastic
2: teacher <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Let>
0: <laughs> just you so you do, know do, it's very let, hard without
2: well <laughs> we gotta, we gotta give a a lot. credit. I mean, yeah, you have to, you, you gotta give him credit. He brought in a yeah, he did a cow <laughs> dissection <laughs> yesterday. Council, di- so, like, so earlier so. today, Ed's it was commitment that di- cow dissection. I'll I'll give him credit for that. It was like elbow deep um, in that cow. No, <laughs> <from the picture laughs> but I mean, that's all. You, all the pictures. <laughs> I mean, <as laughs>
4: so I guess I guess what I'm picking up from you guys is the fact that um, it it just needs to be advertised more. Yeah. 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 And and I don't know if FFA and 4 H can do that. I think there needs to be other things, like as an institution. I feel like society needs to advertise it more yeah. and advocate it's, for it more.
2: It's not just that FFA, 4 H, and the companies aren't doing enough. It's that society is kind of ignoring that part and saying, no, mm-hmm. that's, that's the dirty stuff. You mm-hmm. don't want to do that. Right. What that's, do you think, JC? That's the ugly stuff. Yeah, JC, you haven't talked at all. Come on, <laughs> well, give was, it to us.
1: I was going to say, I think i think as much as it is like kids are the problem that like they don't want to do that stuff i think it's the industry doesn't tell them enough that you can do this but still like you don't like you can do it while you're in high school you can do it just yeah. like as a part-time job yeah. right. and then never go into it right like, so, like after
4: all the, you're saying like what, more of a job yeah like what like we
1: hire in the summer mm-hmm. half most of those kids aren't going to end up going into obviously
4: right Mm -hmm. so I
1: think just knowing that like it's an option now but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be yeah like full time
2: we're encouraged to commit too young almost I would definitely agree with that okay good we're encouraged to commit too young like we it seems to be a problem if you don't have your life figured out by your sophomore year. Agreed. Yes. That, yeah. that seems like I, that seems to be like You mean you uh, don't? don't about that? Yeah, like I'm if kidding. you don't like if you don't I, have I definitely it fi- don't. get your life <laughs> Yeah, like if you don't have yourself figured out like if you don't know what college degree you're going to get or yeah. what industry you're going into What part of that industry you're going Mm -hmm. into, and what house you're going to buy when (laughs) you gain all this money, you're failing. Right, and and
4: and I would say, I guess, think about like the experiences that you guys (laughs) had by your sophomore year. Like, think about like what what industries have you been exposed to? To this I'm going to kind
3: of go back to enough. I'm going to go back to what JC said. You guys are all geared towards
4: agriculture right now. You think, but like, have you guys looked into anything else? No, not I really. No, that's yes. a good question. No. Yes and no.
2: I mean, I've I've o oh, i have i have
4: I mean Which I'm not trying to deter you yes. from this passion right now, right? Obviously. Yeah. But get
2: out! That's not my
4: That's not my job as an act teacher. I feel like it's to <laughs> send you the other No, but, it's, but yeah. I mean that's a that's a fair that, question baby. to ask.
2: Have we have we personally considered yeah. other options? Have we been enlightened to other options. And that's what I
4: think you guys are alluding to is the fact that right there, enlightened. That is the the fancy word.
2: Like (laughs) you haven't
4: been... Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This
2: Uh, isn't going to go well. Mr. I has too many hand motions. I'm touching the table.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you haven't been exposed to enough... Like You guys feel like what I'm picking up is you haven't been exposed to enough... But think about... In the grand scheme of things, what, like, just you four in comparison to a lot of your other classmates have been exposed to.
3: Well, here, I feel like right? I want to touch on yeah, this. Yes. Think about,
4: like, how how like you, we'll you guys feel unprepared and, and how monumentally ahead you are in comparison to the rest of your population of your of your general class, we'll say, even. you know? Like, that's kind of scary to think about. I mean,
2: I don't, you look around and, like. I don't know. We so are actually, I'm going to like throw, I'm sorry, I'm going <laughs> to throw a um, little story out there. Um, Wednesday after our CTC C tri- trip mm-hmm. on Tuesday, I was in my AP history class and Miss Loafman's sat there, one of the teachers, and she was just like, what do you guys want to do? And I heard so many different things. Mm-hmm. Like it's wild because one person doesn't know if this is going to be the path they ch- choose even if. It leads them in the right direction. Right. Yeah. Because they don't know what else is out there. Another person is completely decided that this is how they want to spend their life. They're already dead set. They're already dead set on something that they spent forty five minutes looking at. Right, yeah. Which is wild to me. Because I can't even make a decision and I've been exposed to this industry since I was like very young. Very Very young and
0: i've never noticed how like how much opportunities there are until i really thought about it in like eighth grade because my teacher told me she's like you have to find out what you're gonna do like now before you get into high school and there's i there are so many things and there are so many opportunities even in and out of ag that just kids just i mean i was like overwhelmed
4: so i'm i'm 30 years old right and and so i'm twice as old as most of you guys and there's some of you right and there are like there's to this day i try i i'm like i'll be i I didn't even know that was a career option yeah that sounds fun maybe i'm gonna quit teaching well here
1: did you guys know that there are
2: professional
0: professional sleepers like to test mattresses and (laughs) stuff
2: i didn't know that it's wild but i mean going back to the workforce i think there's just a lot of confusion yeah from say. like going right from going to high school into the workforce or even being in the workforce while you're in high school mm-hmm. I, it causes a lot of confusion because there are so many different paths that aren't lined out and we are always encouraged to choose the
4: like stay up. like stay the up
2: straightest course. path yeah no hills, no bumps. So, I. Uh, Straight on. I
4: don't know. I hate to like reference my own personal story. Like, I had this. No, miraculous please. Please life. tell us. But, like, ultimately, like, you can. Like, I, I was never supposed to be an ag teacher in high school. Like, that was never a, a path of mine, and here I am, right? Probably. Are you ignoring me? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm trying not to breathe heavy, because I heard it. I was like, That's oh fine. no.
4: So, but, like, ultimately, I always. I, and I try and tell students this, like, there is like there is no such thing as a waste of time, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
4: So like I went to uh, I worked in the hog industry for a summer and I was like this sucks I never want to do this again I I, I hate swine barns I don't want to be in a production. Sorry JC, you no no, but- <laughs> no JC. they doesn't want to work in the of- swine No that's JC. No. No. But like I didn't I. Didn't want to live in a sal barn for the rest of my life and I was like this isn't
3: this isn't okay. made for me. I want to just touch on this because I feel like this is important to note but if you ask a lot of little kids what they want to be or even older kids they'll say veterinarians or they'll say farmers but then once they grow up they realize they're told by society that like farmers don't make a lot of money it's too expensive you have to buy all of the equipment you have to have a lot of land so then that discourages them or they're told like vet school is expensive. It's not the greatest path to go down. Sometimes like, you might not make a lot of money for a while. And then kids don't want to do that. But they don't realize how many other careers there are in agriculture.
4: Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, And like, so, so with that, not only can you I mean, the money thing is one thing, but like, we can only have so many farmers, and we can only have so many veterinarians. And those veterinarians and those farmers need other industries, other agricultural professionals in the industry to support them right uh, so like yeah. pharmaceutical sales to sell drugs to all the vets co-ops. to yeah all these you know all, co-ops that provide services for farmers and things like that so yeah like young children so how do we change that how do we how do we get them to know yeah there's like, more out there than farmers and vets
3: like my younger brother swore up and down for years that he was going to be a farmer but he thought that he was going to make like millions and that sad to say that is not the truth for most farmers and then he then he wanted to be in the military but that's a whole different sorry, story Um so I, I mean know. I feel like it's just you got to get these kids that are interested in agriculture involved because if they're not involved then they're not going to know yeah. I but I feel like a lot of these parents they don't get them in there and then they lose the opportunity
2: i'm gonna add on to what lexi said i think we focus on it too much at too young of an age like i don't know like second like first and second grade it's all about what do you want to be when you grow up oh you want to be a vet -hmm. that's so cute you've got this Mm -hmm. but then they say anything
4: you you can be anything they (laughs) they put this
2: idea in your head that you can be anything you want but you have to figure it like we cannot help you with that until like 10 years in the future yeah
4: so like my i and i'm gonna use my own experience here like i wish someone told me that i couldn't be anything because like i went to school to vet school or i was pre-vet at at ohio state and then i took an ochem class and had my chemistry teacher in high school told me that i was dumb and i wasn't going to be able to pass the chemistry class like that little bit of reality would have you know made me change Changed my mind quicker mind. but yeah. I, ultimately I mean I, I found my own experience and it was like okay I'm not cut out for the vet so, so did you
0: pass that class
4: okay I did but I didn't want to take another <laughs> <one>. <laughs> and it wasn't with a good enough score to get me into vet school So oh. <laughs>
2: I think that's I mean that's a thing like there is that idea that you can be anything big, and I think that's just to encourage mm. like that's just yeah. to imply hope right. but then they don't they push it they make they make it last too long. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. They make it last like, too long. Like you're in 4th grade and they're still telling you you can be anything and then 2 years later it's no. Right. Like you need to think realistically but they're the same people who have been putting that idea of you can yeah. be anything in your head and I think it's just misinformation and
0: <laughs> So I feel like when kids hear that they understand that they can be anything but they don't understand how much work there is because when i was ooh. little ooh, i wanted, to be, oh, I wanted to be like a nurse Way to go, Poppy. but i also when i found out when like in sixth grade i had to go to an extra like eight years of school put in so much money to get just like yeah, anything out of that right? yeah just they don't know go, how right? much like work would have to go into be anything you would want to be Good. JC,
1: what are your thoughts on this? I think I th- I think the same thing is I think they they put the idea into our head and then tell us later that you're wrong you're wrong for thinking that yeah
4: oh by the way you also have to do x (laughs) y and z which you really can't do and so yeah
3: yeah Yeah, good luck with that (laughs) i think think what's kind of the saddest is sometimes these kids that want to do like the most and they're smart enough and they have good enough grades sometimes they just don't come from the right financial background to like really meet their goals, so then they're just told no. We're straying like, so yeah. off-topic
2: right now. I know, yeah. but I, like, that's I feel like
3: it's just point. important to note, because I feel like like if they want to be a farmer, if you don't come from a farming family, then you're not going to be able to afford the equipment. Yeah. There's I, nothing no, out there that will mm, allow you. I think. Like, kids, well, I feel like I think, that's kind of what they're told sometimes. I, think, I think, go we,
1: ahead. Like we seclude kids from, like, if you don't grow up in a background with agriculture, then you can't do that. Like, yeah, it's not an option for
2: you. Like That is a toxic thing in our industry especially at this young age it's if you didn't grow up on a farm you're not you should not be in this industry go to nursing school or like go somewhere else you're not you're not one of us
3: like i mean i can kind of personally talk about that because i didn't grow up in a farming family none of my family comes from farms and i'm kind of the first one to say oh yeah i really love agriculture and it's been kind of hard to kind of get my foot in the door and for a while like People just kind of give me weird looks because she's like, she doesn't know what she's doing, which is true. I didn't. She but, doesn't own 10 acres. She doesn't own 10 garden. Yeah. Like, I, a- I don't come from all of this land, so it's hard
4: for... <laughs> Ignorance is bliss because uh-huh. number one is I didn't come from a, a farming family at all, and I we own a small farm, and it's it's hard to get in. Like, startup farms are yeah. challenging in this, this economic climate we have. But that, coupled with the fact that we have a, um, like, you can learn... Like you will, you are more willing to learn when you don't know the answers. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, you're if you like, I'm it's easier for me to teach someone how to change a tire if they don't already have in their brain figured out how to change a tire, right?
0: Yeah, and I, I'm gonna hop on that and be and say that. If kids w- grew up around it, they don't. They feel entitled to say that they don't need to learn more. Yeah, about. it's
4: like they have a preconceived notion yeah. about everything. That's no. Mm. and I'm yeah, not that's
0: a really good. Point. And
4: I'm not downplaying kids that that grew up in agriculture yeah. because they're like. Eh, but what I what I am kind of saying is like you don't have to. Yeah. Like it's it's not that doesn't that doesn't seclude you from working in agriculture is, is yeah. not being from the family side
3: okay well i feel like this is a really good stopping
4: we 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 left off kind of talking about the next generation how do how does agricultural workplaces attract the next generation so what what do you want to see in a job uh is it benefits we i think lexi touched on benefits in one of her answers earlier or maybe it was Uh, jc define for me like what are benefits what is a benefit that you see in a job and be specific money yeah and that's fine but but elaborate you know what i mean so 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 benefits and 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 be specific each of you i want to hear an answer
2: you you touch on a good point that money is a big factor in that agricultural jobs may not be able to pay what mcdonald's does an hour but i don't think we focus enough on the experience of being in an agricultural field as much as what we should. I hear Mr. Wright's chair creaking in the background.
4: So I'm I'm gonna stop you there, and I want to know. So let's let's sh- let's shift gears from jobs to careers, okay? So McDonald's. But I'm not saying that you can't make a career in a fast food world. I mean, there's options there. What can agricultural careers do to attract your guys's generation? And so think like what well, P- you bring up a great point. I mean, cash money is what makes the world go around, right? You got bills to pay. You're gonna have a house payment someday. And uh, You're gonna have. You're gonna <laughs> just throw out that word that sounds fancy, right? Inflation. <laughs> you so sounds smart, right? Yeah, it makes you sound good and intelligent. So, but ultimately, like what? So, like, what else do you? What else do you want? Like, I mean, sure, I can write you a paycheck, okay. And so I can write you a paycheck for sick days. for twenty. Yeah. talking. So let's talk. Sick days. Let's talk benefits and let's talk elaborate on sick oh, days, like,
2: right?
0: Sick like sick health days. insurance yeah. and that Lexi, stuff.
2: Yeah. Lexi, you're gonna be in the um, field before you know it, oh, Miss yeah. Senior. So what? What would you like to do? Um, sick days.
3: the other benefits like oh i mean health, uh,
2: i mean there's like healthcare. health care health
3: insurance um uh a savings retirement like retirement plans yeah retirement plans like yeah uh isn't it 401ks i think yeah see that's not smart
4: so to to just kind of i guess to like spur the conversation along so um <coughs> sick days right are, are a great thing uh vacation time okay so these these are things that not are uh, uh, that's not offered with every position. Sick days, vacation time, uh, maybe company vehicles, maybe company phones. What about working from home? Right. Yeah. So like th- as we see, I mean, we've seen a lot of change come out of COVID, especially in the industry, um, agriculture, and any really any workplace industry at all. Of uh, we got a lot of work from home stuff now. So is that something you think your generation likes, doesn't Probably, like, wants yeah. to do? Yeah. What about but what about you specifically? So good answer
3: on this. Absolutely not. For me, no. I cannot see, handle being at home. Here's all the, the thing, time. I maybe not all the time, but
2: would you like to have that option? Maybe not like a job. No, not like. really. I
3: need my people's socialization and um, you so being, you want a true social that. aspect. I want, you want a social you want a job where you can be
2: social and you can talk to other people. I wanna
3: be out and about and I do not want to be like trapped to a desk for the entire Okay, time. Poppy.
0: You look like you want to <laughs> say something. Yeah. Um I agree with Lexi, cuz I like I, cr- I you guys may not know this but i love social oh we have no, okay. <laughs> no idea i am such a people person i feel like if i get trapped at home like with my dog i'd just get annoyed like
3: i've had this discussion with my family before we're like if anybody ever has to like stay home for a designated job like it will not be me like i will be mm-hmm. the last person to, to be, be sure put i up, can't not, stay like, away absolutely not
0: so i can't stay here
3: so, <laughs> so You're just moving
4: around. So let's okay but working from home let's talk about like some perks though like so let's pretend we're going to use our local area here because it's going to be familiar for you guys so let's pretend you live in brookville right now and you've and you've you've secured a position uh on the east side of dayton right so you've got a 35 minute commute to work one way okay and so then you have to drive to work. You have to spend that 35 minutes on the way there, 35 minutes on the way home. There's an hour and 10 minutes of your life every day that you're gonna lose, plus the fuel money, plus the wear and tear on your car, um, plus opportunity costs of that time you could be spending doing something else. So like social life, I understand that, right? And, and wanting to have that connection, but maybe, maybe there is some bigger perks than just sitting, on a zoom meeting in your jams you know see
3: i could <laughs> yeah. do like maybe well, like maybe like a ahead. few days i stay home and then i have to go to the office like i yeah i might be able to work with that but i can also think of that as 35 minutes of jamming a music in my car on the way there and alone time because if you're if you have like a big family like
4: a uncompetition um, yeah. period like yeah, yeah like yeah. true that yeah
3: you're alone
2: time yes morgan i'm gonna bring up the point um when you are working from home I mean, there are a lot more pros than like what you're saying. I mean, you might not have that face-to-face, um, in-person um, contact that you're talking about, but you are gonna, you are gonna be on Zoom calls all day, and you are gonna have that social aspect, and also. Working from home, you have to have internet because mm-hmm. I know during COVID that was a big thing mm-hmm. where um, the bandwidth. Um, employers were paying for their
3: employees' <laughs> employees' internet. Farm bureau. farm bureau. That's the only thing I took away from that meeting was bandwidth.
4: That's all farm bureau <laughs> wants us to talk about as FFA members is how we need broadband internet in rural areas. Bandwidth. So.
2: Oh. <laughs> no, but like that—that that was a thing during COVID of pay, like employers paying for. Internet for their employees to be able to s- stay online.
4: So I think what Morgan needs to point out is that she has a parent that works from home. So <laughs> I do. I, my You're mom. You're speaking from an experience. Right? So, right? so do you get free we internet?
2: Had a, we had our internet free for a little bit during 2020. Just, be, I mean, where we're at, it's kind of, I, it's not rural. I mean, it is, but it's not like middle of nowhere. Three hours to get to the smallest town ever but i mean it's hard to get internet out internet out there especially with like i mean our place is so windy and all the time and crap it's hard to get internet out there sometimes my mom is a like she works from home every day doesn't travel much so she needs that internet connection to do her job so i mean i i guess i am kind of an insider on
0: that people that work from home are their own bosses and they like figure out their own schedule. Which I think would That's, be cool. So you could like you could, I don't
3: maybe
4: know. you could have some more flexibility as yeah, well. In in yeah. in terms of time management, obviously you're gonna have you know, if there's a Zoom meeting scheduled at nine o'clock you've yeah. got to go right but so maybe you might be able to have some more flexibility if you, you know you guys look into the future and if you want to start a family I mean I'm sure having your mom being in the position that she is it helps out with raising a family um, and also
2: she can't come to Livestock today because uh, she has a 3 o'clock call
4: <laughs> okay I
2: was supposed to
4: tell you that um, so but or, so, or situations like that present <laughs> yeah. themselves and but, you don't I mean, have time but she
2: takes calls on the road all the time yeah
4: so it, it helps with being able to manage a family so there is that time flexibility now let's talk about though not every industry has this capability right can can employees from dolls work from home so elaborate on that for us a little bit
1: um i mean
4: and maybe what benefits you could see in positions like working for dolls or for your farm or in not specific it doesn't have to be specifically your farm but like that field you know
2: we've
1: got a few positions like office positions that would be fine working from home but it's just better to be in actually at the farm being in the office and being able to talk to people if there's an issue that comes up or something it's definitely more beneficial to have people at the farm mm-hmm. i mean we've got like, like
4: your feed truck driver yeah can't work from home right yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, we've got people check hogs and cattle and they can't do that from
2: sitting at their house or they can't zoom they can't zoom on the piggies yeah (laughs) they just have an individual
3: meeting with each pig like every day through zoom like how are you feeling today i got
2: i got calls from 8 a.m to 9 a.m she she was
4: a hawk really so so ultimately yeah i mean especially you throw livestock into the mix and that's not something you can just like you you can virtual and like hog barns are becoming more virtually manageable to where you can control climate you can uh, check feeders you can make sure that that stuff's still working properly from maybe a smartphone or something like that but you can't take a lot of that human element now me personally like when we went virtual for being in school i still came into school every day and worked and the main reason is is because if i worked at home i have zero self-discipline and i would like go out and fix fence instead of actually doing my job or i would go out and work on something for or maybe a tractor or something like that. I needed to do for the farm versus actually doing my job. So I don't have a lot of self discipline. So I did. I wouldn't. I don't think I would be a very good person to work uh, from home. Me neither. <laughs>
3: like when we were doing the online school, I just tended to um, take a nap instead of doing my work. There you go. So I, I yeah, would turn I my work I mean, like I midnight it done, I don't know before, how. It, yeah. before it was due. I'm like, oh crap! I have to yeah. go write a paper because I forgot to do it during the day when I was supposed to, and I ended up. So there like is that. There's the
2: self-control aspect. So there's that. So I guess I don't know. There's pros and cons to both, depending on what you want. But I don't think many kids think about working from home. And that's also not don't think about really defense
4: of it, or just don't think about that as an option
2: at all, because it's okay. it's kind of putting kind of ironic though, kind of, because we're the COVID generation. I mean, that it is. It's a new
4: concept. It's right? a, it's
2: a newer concept, but it's also one that yeah, not as classic yeah like it's not that classic mm-hmm. you go to work you drive home you make dinner for your family or you spend time with your family mm-hmm. it's you're home all day you mm-hmm. can get things done and also get paid for doing mm-hmm. something that you still enjoy right so it's it's different and it's new so right.
4: so one thing also with companies they're noticing right like that we don't have to have this brick and mortar office right we don't have to have We don't have to pay the electric bill. We don't have to pay the heating bill. Oh, like cargo. Yeah. In
3: town, they shut down their office because they did a poll, and everybody said, yeah, we don't want to go back to the office, so they just closed down. Now they're saving money because they don't have to pay for... A building
4: yep so and then you're speaking from experience your mom's working for that for Cargill and that for that company and they said you know hey we can rule this out so I do think we're gonna see I think it's gonna become more of a mainstream thing and I think it's gonna be your guys' generation that takes advantage of it and kind of runs with it and so I think you guys have the the cool thing right now with the job market is you have the opportunity to dictate what what the benefits need to look like because you are in demand. So you get to say like, if you want me, I mean, there is a lot of what the industry calls poaching going on right now. So I heard something in, um, a meeting we
2: had the other say don't be sourcing other, other
4: podcasts right <laughs> like, don't so, do it. So uh, I heard something in a meeting we had going on the other day, and it was truly a meeting, not a not a podcast. Shout out to Barn Talk, though. I mean, that's my new podcast. Right? It, was, it was a was Farm Bureau meeting, and with our uh, Ohio Farm Bureau uh, CEO Adam Sharp, and he was saying like how our IT guys. So IT is a hot hot field right now. Like in terms of it's just in demand careers, and ultimately like they're it's just because of the bandwidth the turnover is extremely fast so but ultimately they're, they're just poaching these guys and so like one company comes along and is like what do you we we need you we need you as an it person and it's the example you could insert xyz career here but so what what would you demand if that new company comes to you like i don't like where i work at They're like we need you what what can we do
3: higher salary i want
2: three <laughs> i want three days at home two days in the office so like,
4: flexibility like that
2: i want flexibility i want days sick, sick days,
4: want... sick days. Did you say eight?
3: Paid. Paid. Oh, I thought
4: you just said eight sick (laughs) days. I found that
3: eight is
2: the secret magic (laughs) number, actually, so... No, but, I mean, you can... You can really... You really can just request things when you're in that
4: if you're in demand if you're in demand now obviously <laughs> like if you're if no one wants you if you don't have the <laughs> skill set you can't be like give me a raise right like, now don't right? go crazy so. or they'll
3: just be like eh,
4: yeah we're gonna so, go with
3: the next reasonable. So
4: what What other demands besides money besides flex time flexibility Health insurance
3: for my family insurance
4: health insurance okay what else company car company car so that to do there's something you, you can tack on another 10 grand f- typically for your salary a year oh, that shoot that was like 8 years ago you could tack on 10 grand you probably tack on like 15 or 20 now is what that what that equates to you know what i mean
3: company
0: phone
4: okay so phones yep
0: education
4: ooh elaborate oh, there you uh.
0: go um if y- you were in such high demand but you didn't know as much as they would want so them. there's
4: advancement in your field okay? yeah and
0: they would pay for your schooling and education to be where they want you to be
4: that's terrific so uh i give an example we have a local company here <coughs> i'm it not like gonna the mention their example name is
2: like an electri- is like yeah. electrician yeah that's the one that that's what the one that they like rosie right
4: now employee of the month and has an employee of the month pickup truck that he's driving around. And so like, that's an incentive too, right? But so like apprenticeship apprenticeship programs, I think is pretty much what you're referring to. But like we have a local company here in Brookville that will pay for you to get your CDLs, okay? But what they figured out is that started paying for their people to get their CDLs and then they were leaving them and going being truck drivers and making money elsewhere. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. So what they did is you can get different levels of CDLs. So like class A and class B. So class A, you can drive a tractor trailer. You can down tra- the road. drive anything. Yeah, basically. like over the road. Class B, you can only drive a dump truck. All right. And then now they broke it down even more where you can drive. Uh, you can drive a dump truck and it can either be an automatic or a manual. So they are only allowing their employees to get their CDL paid for if they can get they only get their class B and they get it in automatic because then they're then they get to keep them. They can't go well, anywhere else. Well, here
3: listen to this. Like so retention. Going on to that <clears throat> example, my friend is looking at a engineering kind of school up in I think it's Bluffton, Ohio, and basically he's going to go to college for 2 days a week or so and he's going to get all of the free training and he has he's going to get paid I forget how much it is an hour it's like thirty dollars an hour or something um and he is going to get salary increases every year and he's going to get all of his college paid for he's going to graduate from there with a engineering degree and like a certification or a certification in something or another and that's just like another example of you can get the benefits of the, on the job training and the education That's at the, the same best time of worlds
4: because yeah. you' you're and there's a lot of I mean like engineering's one but you can there's a lot of those opportunities out it's there already 35 there's, there's a lot of those opportunities out there where you can get paid to work and get taught at the same time and if you can do that because you know education's a big expense so
2: yeah All right guys, we're reaching the end of our episode. so I think we should give everyone a summary. And a good takeaway. What should we
3: take away from this episode about the workforce? Definitely that uh today's youth need to be more exposed to agriculture and more involved. What do you think to add? Um I think
1: on the other side of things, I think agriculture in a whole needs to be more welcoming to
2: people that don't have a background in agriculture. Yeah, that's a great point for Poppy. sure. I was going to say that. Say what is your opinion? <laughs> please tell us your opinion on this cuz I think you have a really good one. Yeah. To so what on do the you outside. What do you think about agriculture? What do we need to change about it to be more inviting and to go off of what J.C. says, be more welcoming to our youth? I think
0: definitely that agriculture has a bad face to it, but when you really get into it, it's actually a really important thing. And to our youth that uh, may not see it, that it was a, but a lot of people aren't like open to it and don't know that much about it, so you mean
3: they're closed-minded?
0: Yeah.
2: We're, they're not aware of it. Exactly yeah, they're not aware of it. I, I, don't, I think it's less that they're closed-minded and more that they're uneducated.
3: Yeah. I mean, they probably feel kind of judged, too, because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like some people can get a little bit judgy. Like, if you're not exactly...
0: Yeah, like, like the, the farm
3: boy they're, type, they're, yeah. There's like on. Yeah, then so you are might you get, saying like... That, are you saying that the
2: agricultural industry is judgy or that people outside of it are? Both. I feel like it can
3: be part of goes both, both ways. Yeah, I feel okay. like the agriculture kids can definitely get judged, and I feel like the agriculture kids can judge quite a bit too.
2: Okay, so truth. Basically, what we're getting from this is that ag needs to be more welcoming, and society needs to be more open-minded about agriculture as a whole yeah. and the industry that feeds them. We need to break down some barriers, y'all. That is a great way of saying it. <laughs> okay, moving on. I think we need to talk. I think we need to go over um what we were talking about about benefits and more leaning towards the workforce and less about agriculture itself
3: yeah eight days eight sick days man (laughs) anybody else (laughs) (laughs) Um, jc (laughs) what are your opinions on working in a brick and mortar building or on a farm versus working away from the farm or at home i think personally i
1: would rather have a job away from like at home and on my own. But um, I know that with our farm, we can't, we can't have everybody work not at the farm. We have to have people there. And I think um, that's important a lot in the ag industry is having people to be on the job and to be able to do that stuff.
0: Yeah, like I think in JC's case, there's a lot of manual labor going into owning a farm and stuff. Yeah. So you definitely cannot have a lot of people working from home in her situation.
2: And I think that's what a lot of kids see in agriculture is manual labor and i don't think we touched on that as much in the episode but it's a great point to bring up that um that's part of what makes it so um ugly looking unappealing unappealing but what they don't see is that like i know firsthand that at being in the agricultural industry doesn't mean you have to be in a hog barn all day there's a lot of it, desk jobs out there it means you could be at your house in your office um on zoom calls all day like my mom is or you could be in and out like lexi's mom is who works for a large company in brookville all right i think that was a beautiful way to end our first episode i'm morgan i'm lexi i'm jc and i'm poppy and this was our thank you for listening to the first official episode of our podcast station by
1: by the the farm. farm be sure to tune in to our next episode where we will be covering the topic
2: of
3: farmland preservation and urban sprawl Hey, y'all better stay tuned because
2: I think you're going to like us.
0: Especially me. (laughs) (laughs) I was
1: waiting for it. (laughs) All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, dogs.